Welcome back to another episode of Race Issues with your host, yours truly, Race Knutson. I am going to be talking a little bit today about uh, my, I would say, even spiritual journey um, concerning my growing of my beard. It's been almost 15 months since I have trimmed my beard, um, and it's been, I would say, two, well, almost two years since I've been clean shaven. Um, and in the, to kind of give you a, just a history of my beard growing, um, cause in like, even in the last three years, I've only been clean shaven, maybe a total of two days before. And cause when I shave clean shaven, I start growing again immediately. I don't like, I don't keep shaving and and you know with with uh to the skin like baby face skin so a brief history of uh kind of my desire and and journey and progression growing my beard you know so in high school it's like when you know boys are going through puberty and and you know transitioning their bodies and making changes it i was kind of getting whiskers on my chin when i was probably about 13 um but it wasn't really anything um, I couldn't really grow anything decent or, uh, <laughs> what would uh, be considered ex- society, accepted by society, uh, probably until my senior year. And I was, uh, at that point just kind of growing out, um, just a goatee, uh, with no mustache. Um, I could, I could have grown a mustache, but I think there was a perception at like my, my high school in Moab that mustaches were gross. And, um, you know, it's that mustaches were associated with like those kids who were really trying hard to like look like they had facial hair so they could look older um but it all they could pull off was just like this whispery mustache on their lip and it was like gross and nasty you know pedophile stash so i decided i was like not going to be that guy and have a mustache so i just grew out um the hair on my chin had a, a pretty nice little goatee and like i'd grow my sideburns out a little bit long and i did that my senior year um, and then I went on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to Washington State and Oregon um, for two years, and that was between uh, 2014 and 2016. And during that time, one of the uh, there's a grooming standard associated with being a missionary. So not only are you wearing you know a white shirt and a tie um, for the, an entire two years, you are also you have a very conservative haircut. Your hair is not long, and you are clean shaven uh, for the men at least. And women also have, you know, conservative standards. But um, with the men's ability to grow facial hair associated with being a biological male, um, that was one thing. Was expect an expectation was you would shave. So, it and that was frustrating because like by that time, like you know, when I went on my mission um, throughout my senior year, my beard was coming in better and, and thicker and and you know filling in uh, along the jawline along the cheeks um and i and it by the time i was like could have been ready to just like actually grow out a full beard um when i was 18 um i had i went on my mission and so then i was required to shave and i had to shave more and more often or frequently the, uh throughout my mission so i would shave in the mornings you know that was part of my just morning routine getting ready i would Get, get out of the shower and, and get ready and, and I would shave and then I by the 
probably about six months or seven months of my mission, it was like I was st- started getting like a pretty good five o'clock shadow. So it was like by the time dinner rolled around, it's like I sort of had a five o'clock shadow. And um, when you're that, you're really busy as missionary. You are super busy. You are out um, proselyting is the term, um, just spreading your message. And um, you have appointments with people. You're you're on the streets. You're what we call attracting. You're out doing things um, to kind of talk to people on the street and go to homes and, and try and, you know, share your message. And you're just really, really busy. Um, for those who have been on missions, they know you're just super busy. And so there wasn't really time or, or you know, the, of the day to go back to like your apartment and, and shave again. And, you know, I knew a couple elders who also were, you know, had some pretty good hair jeans that would, they had like a little, uh, battery powered electric razor in their car that they would shave with. And I mean, I didn't have one of those, like mine was a plug in one. It was a Phillips Norelco electric razor. Cause I didn't, I didn't like using traditional, uh, like Gillette razors, um, with shaving cream because it just like, it just hurt my face. Like I had, I, I think I had pretty sensitive skin back then, and it just was anytime I would shave with like the shaving cream and and a regular razor, um, it just like I would get like razor burn pretty bad, and like I like had some, get some acne on my face, and I usually don't you know don't have acne that bad, and I just was like okay, I'm switching to electric razor because I hadn't shaved that much before or had to shave that often before, so that that really helped a lot. The electric razor made it a lot easier and um appreciated that and so yeah i mean my i had to shave for that whole time and and as i neared the end of my mission after about you know about two years and i mean i i had one companion i think who would actually like sort of complain about it you know he was like man you should really shave like twice a day because it you know you're (laughs) if i if like for instance if i were really busy and or if i missed a morning or something or it like slipped my mind as since sometimes he had early meeting mornings or something like that it was like by by the time the afternoon rolled around it was was pretty bad um you know in in comparison to the other missionaries obviously it's like oh like nobody's gonna really think that much but like when you're surrounded by a bunch of other males who are shaving and then it's like oh this elder's got like some serious stubble on his face then it's pretty noticeable so it's like most people outside of that kind of culture um wouldn't really give you a second look but it was something so i had one person that complained about it you know and he'd be like and i I was just like you know what that sucks to suck i mean i'm sorry i can't really i mean i i shave i do my best and my body just wants to grow facial hair i don't know that's the that's the way things are so um as i neared the end of my mission i was like every, every time i looked in the mirror and i was shaving i just like you know from the the night before i'd be like i'd be looking at just a day's growth and I could see I could see just the faintest outline of what my beard would be like and I was just I was just waiting and and dreaming and anticipating um more probably more than like being able to be done and, and to go home and anything I wasn't really like super uh there's this again associated with the culture there's a term that missionaries use it's called being trunky when when you're trunky it means it's in reference to you're ready to pack your trunks um meaning your luggage you're ready to, to pack your luggage your trunks and uh go home and so we call it being trunky and so like missionaries who are homesick or like are always thinking about home or, or you know they verbally uh tell you like what their plans are for when you know they talk about it 
like this is what I'm going to do when I go home. We say, oh, they're chunky. And that usually happens in your last couple of uh, transfer periods, which are six-week periods. You know, you've got a couple months left and you get chunky. And I was not ever really that way. I mean, like I knew, I'm like, I committed to this for two years. This is what I'm going to do. Like I'm not going to, you know, worry about that when time the time is uh, when the time comes that that is appropriate for me to make those plans to go, to go home and, and to think about it then I will but I will openly admit I was excited to grow a beard I was like really really excited to grow a beard and my very last day um, I was like I woke up and we were up super early so we could be at the airport uh, I did not shave that morning I'm like you know what I'm gonna you know be done out of my mission off the plane back in Utah tonight so it's not going to matter so I didn't shave that day and I immediately started um, letting my beard grow out so I came home in in, uh, the fall of 2016 started growing out my beard um, and by the time I started uh, school in the spring of 2017 I already had a really really nice thick beard um, which I would say the length is probably about if, if you're familiar with kind of like razors and how they, there's like razor guards, there's different lengths. So like if you're getting a haircut, you say I like want a, a two on the sides and a seven on the top. It means like a two guard, which is pretty short, um, and then a seven, which is, you know, a little bit of length on the top. And so I'd say my beard was probably about like maybe uh, probably about a four or five in, in like kind of the razor guard. So it was, pre- it was, it was a pretty good size beard. And I, I don't know. It's interesting because I've had a beard for so long that I don't know if I just don't notice it so much. People just have become accustomed. But it's like during that first uh, initial period of being at school, I'm 20 years old. I'm going to college, uh, you know, and this the, uh, as a freshman. And a, a lot of people, I got a lot of comments about yeah, as my beard was growing up. People were like, oh, man, I like your beard. Like, I like your beard. Your beard looks cool. And I don't know if it was just that, like, most freshmen because, like, a sort of non-traditional because I had a two-year gap between high school and college. Most, you know, incoming freshmen were out of high school or had been in high school. And so, um, and depending on, you know, again, mostly genetics, which I'll, I'll get into in a bit, it's like years, there's not much you can do to control growing your beard um, if you don't have good genetics. And so, some, you know, a lot of high schoolers or at that age, they, they haven't yet begun to really get a, a good shape for their beard or, or aren't able to grow a beard yet. Um, and age plays a factor. Sometimes you can grow a beard better when you're older, you know, maybe when you're 19, you weren't really, really able to grow a beard. But then when you were, uh, entering into closer to your thirties, then all you can kind of grow a beard and it, it doesn't look too bad. So I don't know if that was just a factor of, you know, that there was kind of some admiration from some younger, uh, of my classmates uh, that were like, oh, wow, I think that's really cool. But I, I felt like I got a lot more comments about like growing a beard. Um, and so then, yeah, from that point on, I just was like growing my beard. I, I grew it all the way uh, until the right before the next semester started in the fall. And so like during that summer, I actually went down to Houston, Texas for a, a summer job and I discovered a lot of things about my beard during that time because as it started getting uh, pretty long, because um, that that period at that point in time, I was nearing um, growing my beard out for seven, eight, nine, and it, what would become almost ten months. Um, so my beard was getting pretty long, and I was learning 
uh, a lot about what it, you know, how to take care of a long beard, how to actually groom your beard and, and make it look nice. And, you know, it's not just a matter of like, you just don't touch it. You know, you just let it grow out. You can do that, but it's, um, I kind of discovered this community of, uh, beardsmen that were, you know, there's, there's a, a YouTube channel that I started following called beard brand and, uh, you know, their founder, his name's Eric Bandholz. He, um, has this, you know, makes a lot of these videos about like, these are some grooming tips and tricks. And they, it's a company that also sells beard products, which I, I have invested a lot into and a very worthwhile as well. And, you know, so as you're listening to this podcast, you might, you know, the, I hope to answer some of those questions you might have, uh, towards kind of geared towards the male audience obviously for those um who are aspiring to grow beards and and wonder like what's it like what do i have to do is products worth it or not i hope to be able to answer some of those questions and then um and applicable to the ladies as well i'll i'll, I'll talk a little bit about because i have a spouse and who has been married to me and has probably only seen me i don't think has ever seen me clean shaven in person has only uh seen a picture of me clean shaven so she's you know uh it kind of, I and I've talked to her and kind of gotten her opinions about it. So uh, this will be applicable to everyone. But um, anyway, so yeah, during this time, I was really learning how to uh, take care of my beard, and you know, and trying to break that stigma of, you know, if you have a long beard, it means you're just lazy. It means you're just like you're a homeless person or you're disheveled and and things like that. You know, you kind of see in movies where, you know, it, it if someone's like isolated or or kind of like going crazy and, and they're like losing that awareness and that kind of self-care sided they like also in their beards get, and their hair gets really long and and you know you're like oh well that person's let themselves go but that's not the case you know i found out there's this community of people that are really dedicated to growing beards um doing it well making them very uh look very nice and i wanted it into that and it was kind of challenging because as i was in texas i also discovered I have lived in Utah my whole life, and then the only other place I've lived besides Utah was in Washington and, and uh, Oregon for those two years. But I was in the uh, I was in southeastern Washington and uh, along right along the border of northern Oregon and, and that area, and that that particular part, you, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, the Pacific Northwest is so beautiful, Oregon coast is so beautiful and, and wet and moist, and you know you've got these thick trees and there's a lot of uh, rain in that area. Everybody's saying, Go grab your raincoat. Well, I was in the desert side of that part. Um, not like the Southwest Desert we think of here in Cedar City, but it was very dry, very sunny, very hot. And, um, you know, it was a low elevation, but it, it was a, it was m- much more closer to like Utah conditions than you would anticipate, you know, being in like the Tri-Cities, Washington, uh, and, you know, Pendleton and Oregon and, Hermiston in these like little kind of rural communities there and it makes it good for growing produce but this is a very dry area and Utah is also a very dry uh, area well I get to Houston Texas and um, very very different conditions it's hot but it's also humid um, you know 90 to 100 percent humidity on any given day in the summer and that hum that humid weather really was started to make my beard very curly and the, the term, the, the beard terminology for like when you have a curly beard, like you can say curly, but they also, uh, another frequently used word is, is kinky. You say like my beard kinks or it is a kinky beard, meaning curly. Um, and so 
I, it was kind of hard to keep that as I was growing it longer to, to keep it really, you know, straightened and, you know, looking nice because there was a lot of, uh, that, that humidity just did something different to my beard that I hadn't, hadn't experienced before in making it really kinky. And so, um, yeah, Houston was an interesting time for growing it and trying to figure that out. And then, uh, I was just kind of getting on the cusp of, of beginning to perform some, some specific techniques for longer beards. And then I came home, uh, came back to Cedar city to start school. And on my birthday, um, which is August 27th, right before the semester started, I just, I shaved it all completely clean shaven down, you know, to the smooth baby face skin. Um, and I think when you decide to shave, it's, it's, there's a lot, it's a big process, particularly when you are, have been growing it out for so long. Like it's different if it's like my beard is short and it's, it's only been like four weeks, six weeks. And then I decided to shave clean shaven, which I haven't really done before that. I don't do that that often. I usually have a beard of some length, but, um, like I now either go between like growing my beard out really long or I'll trim it and, uh, and keep it at a, a nice, just, you know, you see my jawline and it's close to the face kind of beard. Um, but I don't really go between like, I don't go through periods of staying clean shaven. Um, so when you grow your beard out, it's, it's a, it's, you're, you're attached to it. And for like, for girls who like have hair, long hair, I also have long hair. Um, so I kind of, I feel you on both these ways, but like girls don't know that it's hard to like decide to get a haircut and, and take, you know, inches off your, your hair in a similar matter. It's really hard when you've been growing your beard for so long to finally, uh, cut it. And so this is like the first time in, in almost 10 months that I've, I've touched my beard and I, I shaved it completely. And then I started, uh, and I went through a stage of where I was just growing a just close to the face kind of beard. And I did, I had some fun with it, you know, for Halloween that, that year, this would have been in, still in 2017, I went for, as, uh, Wolverine for Halloween, you know, Hugh, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. And I cut it, you know, cut my beard into the Wolverine beard. You know, he's kind of got like the big, thick chops down to the chin and then he doesn't really have a mustache. And so I did that for Halloween and I had a really good, I think I looked a lot like him, had a really good costume. I kind of was, I was also in the process of kind of growing my hair out. So I had kind of some long hair and uh, I would like kind of get a, a, a good and long flow going back. Um, and so I looked uh, in X-Men Origins, that that version of Wolverine, I think that's who I most closely portrayed. So that was fun. And then uh, I, I I did a couple different styles. I did uh, what I call the mutton chops, which is where, um, you shave, like you have your beard, like, so you have a, a full beard grown out and then you shave just the chin area. So from your, from the bottom of your, or excuse me, from your bottom lip down your chin and just, uh, just barely leaving anything. So it looks like you've got sideburns that connect into a mustache. So they, your mustache connects down, but you just got your, your chin part missing. And that's kind of a, that's a beard style that I experimented with for a while. I've also, you know, leading into winter and into the next year in 2018, I did a couple other things. I did a, if you've seen Pulp Fiction, the character Jules played by Samuel L. Jackson, I did that version where it's a horseshoe style mustache, meaning 
um, like Hulk Hogan. Imagine Hulk Hogan. That's a called a horseshoe style mustache, where it like droops down. It, your mustache is on your lip, and then it droops down the side, down to your chin. And I just did a horseshoe mustache with sideburns that came along my like the top of my cheek, and uh, it's kind of like a more like definitely a '70s style. But um, did that just cause, just for fun for a little while, a couple weeks. I uh, did just a mustache. And then I started growing again, uh, my full beard. And I think in my intention and for 2018 was to grow a yeard, which stands for year-long beard. And so you've got, you've got, again, these kind of beard terms in this community of, of beard-growing um, persons. There's yeard, year-long beard. There's tweard, which means two-year-long beard, tweard, uh, three-yeard, and then like just massive beard anyway so i was like i want to grow a year-long beard i want to grow a yeard so i started growing um and during that in 2018 is when i uh, met my wife and you know when we started like started dating and i had been growing my hair out as well so i had kind of long hair looking a little bit like uh and i get a lot of references because i have brown hair i have brown hair and, and blue eyes but I get a lot of people who, you know, say like, oh, you, you're starting to look a little bit like Jesus, you know, and, and uh, even at like, I was at church one time and there was like this little kid there at church who was probably about two years old and it was like, you know, saw me walk in and it was like, like I could hear them verbally, you know, say to their, uh, their parent, they're like, look, that's Jesus, that's Jesus. So it's like, I kind of had that look going on um, and I was growing my beard out thick and in July, towards the end of July, so almost seven months, I trimmed my beard, or I, I shaved actually completely clean shaven. And then um, because I was planning to propose to my wife soon, and um, I knew that we were going to be like, getting engagement photos and taking pictures and things like that. So um, just for the sake of I guess outward appearance. Not that I like really care. Like people at that point, um, it, it there was a little bit of you know, people st- kind of were somewhat shocked in my hometown community. Like people that I met at college, like they didn't really know any different because I came to college with a beard, so it wasn't it was weirder for me not to have beard. But like when I'm from a, a small community like Moab, um, and like I come from a, like a religious part of that community, a lot of the people there who like watched you grow up or, or had a part in in your uh, being raised in, in your childhood to see you all of a sudden now like have this really massive beard that's like such a unique, you know, feature and, and so it's in such contrast to obviously your high school self. You know, a lot of people were always like making comments like, oh, wow, like that is, that is a big beard. You know, that is huge. Are you ever going to shave that? So I think a little people were, people were still adjusting to that. Um, and I was okay with that. I didn't really... Like, for me, it's never really been, like, I don't, like, if somebody's like, oh, you should shave that beard, I, I it's okay. Like, you can tell me to shave my beard or suggest I shave my beard. I don't really care because I know that I like my beard. I'm confident and I'm comfortable with it. And, you know, it was never really a, a matter of, like, succumbing to, like, pressure. But I just knew, like, for the sake of, like, this is my wedding. Like, I'm going to, I want to look kind of clean and, and, and uh, I want to clean up a little bit. So like I still had, or and so I got a haircut as well, but that was a couple weeks later. So I shaved my beard off, and then kind of started growing a, another like closer to the face style beard, 
and then I got a haircut a little bit. Um, but I still kind of like, I left it a little bit longer, um, on the top and let it started growing my hair out again. And so I had a, a pretty decent, again, like long, pretty, pretty good long hair, not, uh, not anything to my shoulders, but it was enough to like cover all of my, you know, cover my ears. My hair was, I had a good flow, flow back going. Um, and I'm trying to think if I can relate it to someone or an actor or something. Um, anyway, it was, it was very much, uh, it was a much longer hairstyle, um, but not quite as long as it had been. So anyway, that, and that was my wedding photos. And my wife actually liked that length. She's like, she's like, Oh, I like you better. I like it when you have long hair. So she was okay with me starting to grow my hair out again. Um, for even, you know, for my wedding photos and stuff like that. And I, I think it looks like a very, you know, nice length and it's a good look for me. So anyway, after I get married or let's see, I trim my beard, uh, one more time before, uh, my wedding just to, you know, again, kind of clean up a little bit. I just, just trim it. I still have a beard. Um, I get married in, uh, January 4th, 2019 is my anniversary with my wife, Maddie. So we get married on that day and I'd already had a, probably about, I'd say a month's length is the the kind of beard I had. I had one month, four weeks of beard growth. And from that point I was like, okay, this is the year I'm going to grow my beard out for a full year. And I have, and I have grown my beard out for almost 15 months at this point, um, at tacking on like that extra four weeks. And so I've had my beard for, I grew out a full beard for a year and it's like I mentioned last podcast to kind of envision, if you will, if you haven't seen me before, my beard sits when I'm just facing forward with my head in just a normal like position. My beard comes to probably the middle of my sternum. So pretty far down. Um, and my hair is also currently at that same length of my beard. Where, uh, that's how long my hair is from the top of my head down to that same length about uh, to my sternum. Uh, on my chest. So tomorrow I have an appointment to get a beard trim. And I've actually, ironically enough, have been running into people and, and today and just talked about it today. Uh, there was a guy down at the public, la- uh, public lands career fair that they have in the uh, ballroom right now. Um, there's this fellow there who, uh, I mean, he, I asked him how long you've been growing that thing. Cause he has a beard, a super long beard, probably down closer to his navel uh, or his stomach. And he's like, Oh, about three and a half years. And I mean, it's just, it was beautiful, beautiful beard. And we just kind of, as it, it's a, it's a nice thing. It's this part of this, uh, being in this bearded community is when you have a beard and like you do take care of it and, um, you put in time and effort to it and it's noticeable that you do, you, you, you come across other people who are doing the same and you can recognize that because you know, you have that perspective of like, I know what it takes to, to make a beard look nice, to shape it, to keep it from getting super, uh, you know, fraying out and, and looking, uh, uh, just really, really bad. And, and you appreciate that. And so you can have these, you have these conversations with people. And we had a really nice, we were just kind of talking about beards and like what it was like to grow it. And, you know, we, we, we talked about how like we both have, you know, we mentioned like we both have like this recurring nightmare that like someone has shaved our beard or like our somehow in like in this dream, somehow our beard is just gone. Like someone shaved it or, 
um, that's typically because we would never shave it ourselves. So typically it's like someone has like snuck in and shaved our beard and without us noticing and all of a sudden it's gone and we just wake up in a cold sweat and we got to laugh out of that. And um, also just kind of like a little side note with with uh, like public lands, you a lot of, uh, I, I worked for the Forest Service. I was interning with the Forest Service through the IIC here on campus last year. And um, during our like chainsaw trainings and some of our other uh, trails uh, building and maintenance trainings that we had, a lot of these guys like coming in from like forest fires, you know, these forest firefighters that have, that are teaching the chainsaw course, they've, they've all got just, just beautiful, beautiful beards of, of varying lengths, some really long, some just uh, kind of like a mid-length, but just shaped really well. They've got their mustaches waxed up. And I mean, I was like, dang, this is, this is, this is home. Like I'm home. <laughs> it felt like I was like, this is where I belong. Um, out, out in the outdoors, you know, cutting, you know, running chainsaws, cutting trees, kind of being like sort of like a lumberjack, you know, kind of idea or, or fantasy that a lot of guys have just being able to that kind of manly section. But you know, it, it doesn't mean like to, having a beard doesn't necessarily mean like you are associated with that, like a, a very rugged outdoors lifestyle. There's all kinds of different beards. There's very, um, kind of artistic beards. I know a lot of guys who like have very, they, they work on their mustache mostly and they have like very nice mustache that they can wax up and, you know, they're artists, they're photographers, cinematographers. Um, you know, it's not just like, Oh, you have a beard. Therefore you are, uh, this outdoorsy rugged um you, you do these kind of jobs that are very like manual labor working kind of things that you imagine that's not the case but anyway but it in this instance it's like a lot of people in that community uh that kind of forestry national parks um blm uh forest fires for exa- example they have like these big beards so i just felt very comfortable right at home there with that and so that was pretty cool um but yeah it's you know, growing my beard, I've decided to make an appointment to, to get it trimmed. And it's mostly just because again, it's, it's a hard decision. Like I've thought a lot about it and it's a part of growing a beard. is kind of having a goal of what you want to, where you want to go with your beard. Like if you know, okay, I'm just going to, I want to keep my beard at the same length for, you know, the next while, meaning like say half a year or for the next year, I'm just going to I'm going to have a beard, but I'm just going to have it at this kind of short length. Or you say, I want to grow my beard out for three months, for six months, for a full year, um, two years, whatever. I want to do this style with my beard, or I'm going to have this length for this long, and then I'm going to switch to this style. You kind of have like these goals or these visions in your mind of where your beard's going to go. And my vision for the last year in 2019 was I want to grow it out for a full year, and I have accomplished that goal. And so now I have just continued to grow it out and I've kind of reached the point of thinking, okay, what are some things that's going to be coming up in my life? Um, I'm going to be working with hopefully with forest service again. And my beard is so long now that it, it takes a significant portion of my time of my morning routine to groom my beard. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that routine in just a bit. Um, but it's this, this, kind of idea of like I've had these goals and I've had some things going on and and now my beard's longer and it kind of changes you know my timing and my schedule and things like that and just getting ready with a long beard and um another factor was like my wife's uh parents are their Christmas present to us was this vacation to um 
to Florida to go to Disney World, but also like on a scuba diving trip and doing a lot of water activities and having a long beard and water don't like mix super well because like once it gets wet, then it gets back to, you know, all the the product that they have to kind of shape it and everything and the combing it like gets undone and it gets all frayed out and messy and just kind of looks taint, you know, unkempt is the word. Sorry, I was looking for. It looks a little bit more unkempt unkempt, and it's uh, while traveling, you have all these products and stuff to keep up the beard, uh, you know, the beard grooming for a longer beard. And I just thought, you know, that seems like kind of a hassle. I just don't want to, I don't really want to have to worry about my beard like I do because that is one thing that when you have a long beard that you think about is like, you're, you're conscious of your beard. Yes, it also gets in everything you eat, <laughs> if you were wondering that. On a daily basis, you know, I'll, I'll get a little mouthful of, like, my mustache whiskers, and you know, I think, oh, that's nasty. I mean, like, you get used to it. Honestly, I know it sounds gross, but it's not that big a deal. Um, you get, like, some, you know, if you're eating a burger or something, you get a little sauce on the sides or something like that, just like you could without a beard, and you just get a napkin and wipe it off. Not a big deal. But, yes, like, you can frequently like get a munch on your you know your mustache or your beard as you're eating things and all these things so it's like and i i'm not complaining about it but i just am wanting to not have that as a worry which i experience has taught me it is a worry like when we went to mexico city i had like i'm like i'm packing my blow dryer i'm packing everything that i need to get my beard nice and i gotta make sure like it's looking good and the way i want it to and it's kind of like an it occupies some of your uh, thought throughout the day. So I just was like, I just don't want that. So I've decided I want to go in and, and get it trimmed, do a, a pretty big trim, still have a beard, but just get it down to the point where, you know, I'm just going to be using some beard oil and, and that's all I really have to do. I don't have to like shape it or comb it or anything like that. And tying into, you might wonder, well, how hard could it be to have a long beard? What What goes into it? My beard at this point, this is kind of what my daily routine looks like for grooming my beard. So I, I, like I said, I've studied, you know, I've learned a lot about it from this in being in this beard community, learning, you know, this YouTube video, this YouTube channel, Beard Brand, this company that shares beard grooming tips. Um, it's a, you know, you'll find there's a lot out there that can help you learn and, and understand what, why you do it and what it does. So the first thing I do is like when I'm in the shower, I have beard wash specifically. The reason I have specific beard wash and like you don't just use shampoo say you know like for your hair is because the hair on your face is kind of it's different in texture and the way it grows from the hair on your head and and since your face is also more sensitive the skin is more sensitive than on your scalp you want to use um washes that are that contain less harsh chemicals and so the ingredients within those washes are are designed specifically for uh your beard um, t- you know, to, to maintain volume for your beard and uh, that grows from the skin on your face. So I use a beard wash and I, I lather that up and I wash my beard out with a beard wash. Then um, when I come out of the shower, I, I kind of dab it, you know, sort of damp, dry. It's still got a little bit of moisture in there, but I, I try and get it pretty dry. Um, so it's slightly damp and I apply beard oil, which is beard oil, um, is again it's good for both your skin um so you, it's good for your skin moisturizes your skin and also softens the hair of the face and additionally if you're if you still find your beard is really kind of tough um or, or coarse then there's also beards there's additionally beard softener that that's its primary function is to something but beard oil is also scent and um 
and keeps it uh, and it can start to kind of get a, a base shape you can assist with combing and shaping your beard as well as what beard oil does so do that then if it's like when I had to do in Texas when it was really curly I also used a beard balm which is almost like a pomade or uh, kind of that material that type of texture uh, product that you'd use for hair it's almost like a pomade for your beard so balm you kind of it's a little bit tough so you get you kind of uh, get some on your hands you kind of scrape some off and then it will soften up in your in your hands and warm up a little bit as you warm it up and then you apply to your beard and that really helps hold a shape so if you're if you're combing it into a certain shape that really holds it in my mustache especially I've also I've usually when I have a long beard I also have a longer mustache on the ends so I'll use it to kind of give my mustache either like a, a handlebar shape where it's kind of just uh, fanning out or um, if I'm gonna curl my mustache then I also use wax on top of that, okay? And then there's also tools for combing. There's a uh, special, uh, I have a beard brand comb that's made from this uh, kind of this recycled, um, what's it called, acetate material. Anyway, it's a petroleum-based thing, I think, and, and it's supposed to help, you know, when you're combing through to prevent tangles so your beard doesn't get caught on the tangles, which is painful. I also have... Uh, a really useful tool is a it's called a boar's hair bristle brush so it's just like a, a brush and it's made out of these short little boar's hair bristles or sometimes um, typically boar's hair is, is the standard that you use and that is a good brush to kind of get a comb in a, a shape to your beard and I also have at the length that I have and I use my boar's hair bristle brush at shorter lengths too just because it keeps it you know nice and tight you know helps keep tighter to the face um what i use a lot what takes a lot of the most time though is i have a like a, um, a one inch diameter roller brush that's about you know four five inches long or so about four inches long this little roller brush that i use for straightening my beard and i use that in co connection with a blow dryer so i use blow dryer on medium heat uh and i start to kind of curl my beard what I'll do is I'll take the the roller brush and I'll kind of get up underneath it and then I'll roll it out like out towards away from my body and then I'll kind of just rolling it down and then I use the blow dryer coming just above it and that will straighten my beard out and and like lengthen it because when it's wavy um it can be short but then it'll, it'll straight it'll straighten the hair out and then my beard's longer and then it also helps lock in that shape and I give it just like a blast of of the cold at the end and it helps just keep that shape there so lots long process all together takes about I'd say about 15 minutes I've, I've, I've dialed it down to about 15 minutes a day and 15 minutes is I mean that's a long time to be spending on like your beard for instance you know it's like again for the women that are listening you know how sometimes styling your hair it can take a long time um and this is an aspect where men, like, if they're not having long, I have both long hair, but I don't really, I just kind of let my long hair go naturally. Like, I just, like, let it air dry. Like, I'll, you know, dab my hair with a towel. Like, I'll dry off, dry my hair with my towel, and then I'll just kind of let it, it's very straight naturally. Uh, so I don't really have to do a lot for my hair, fortunately. But for, you know, guys who don't have long hair, but they do have long beards, this is, like, their way of, like, having to, you know, their sort of, version of having to do deal with that um do deal with the do <laughs> um so yeah you know that takes a long time and so i'm just kind of ready for that change i'm i'm like actually kind of looking forward to um 
being able to just kind of be able to get up and ready and, and going into kind of that public lands job that I'm hoping to do, uh, you know, getting up in the morning, it'll take a lot of time out uh, of that morning routine that I can use for something else. And, and I won't have to really worry about it while I'm out working and I'll just have my nice, nice beard. So trimming my beard, it's, it's been a, a really journey, you know, a really great journey. It's grown on me literally. Um, but it, I just felt it's kind of time for a change and I'm, uh, at that point where I'm ready to kind of have some different, I have a different vision, some different goals, and I'm ready for that trim. The great thing though, I mean, it's, it's, it is hard. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, it's difficult, it's challenging to want to shave. You know, it takes a lot of, you, you really think about it a lot. You know, like, do I really want to shave? What do I have coming? You know, sometimes I, I do, play a little into my narcissistic side where I like I enjoy I enjoy attention I'll admit it I enjoy attention and I always have enjoyed the attention I get from having a really big beard and especially from like like if I go to like a mission reunion or, or visit someone that I haven't seen in a long time who hasn't seen me without it and to, like I just I get a kick out of their reaction like the way their face when they see me like with this it's like oh there's this kid that they used to know that just you know this tall lanky kid that had like just nothing really going on for me and all of a sudden like they see me and I filled out a little bit my body's changed some more even since I graduated high school I'm taller uh, a little bit you know more thickly built and I've got this big beard and it's like well this guy's now he's a man you know so yeah I get a kick out of that and uh but you know it's it's uh it's time to time to come for a trim and uh I'm looking forward to it and uh it's you know we'll see how it happens there's always some there's what we what I would call trimmers remorse where you do it you go through with it and then that first like week or so you're just like oh man oh man what have I done what have I done like this is bad ultimately at the end of the day the end of the year the end of your life your the beard will grow back like you can always grow it again and so I'm definitely going to be growing it again looking forward to the days in the future where you know I can grow my beard out for a couple couple three years and have a really nice, really long beard, uh, ZZ Top style, you know, Billy Gibbons or, you know, Gandalf the Grey style. You know, when I'm older, I'm definitely planning to have a really long beard when I'm like retired and, and don't really have any uh, commitments that require me to, to groom in, in that way. So play Santa Claus, you know, have long, some long white hair, long white beard, you know, looking forward to that. So that has been my beard journey and it's, uh, uh, this is uh, I've been a significant race issue for the last uh, three four years, and um, thought I'd share that with you. So we'll uh, hope to hear hope that you can hear from me next week. Uh, we'll be back and uh, with another episode of Race Issues. Until then, stay classy, my friends. Mm-hmm.